0: Hey, guys, Lance Erlein here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com.
1: Who will be in the
2: college football playoff? It's Michigan. The Washington Huskies. The Texas
3: Longhorns and Alabama returns to the playoff and Florida State is the first undefeated champion from a Power 5
0: conference to fail to make the field. The Texans slam the door shut. Houston is moving to 7-5. and five, And this young Texan squad led by a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback are very much in the playoff picture.
3: Text Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Nothing, you too drunk, you take too long.
2: Nothing, you too drunk, you take too long. Nothing, you too drunk, you take too long. Nothing, you too drunk, you take too long. Alright, that's enough of that. 780 oh three seven seven six. Let's talk about this tank delta. You showed up, uh, I don't know who put it out, who tweeted it out there, made you famous. Somebody tweeted, maybe it was awful announcing, or whoever it was, that the fans are uh, up in arms about Tank Dell being in the middle of that pile. Why is a 165-pound guy,
0: why is the 165-pound guy in the middle? A, he's not 165, he's less than that. Yeah. He drank that water at the combine. He ran at the combine and ran slower than expected. Tank played in the 150s at Houston. Know that for a fact. Uh, he's a li- regardless he's a little guy. little guys get injuries easier. He gave himself a concussion by falling forward on the turf. Um, he has had bumps and bruises. Why would you ever for a player who's this important to you who sets your offense off? why is he part of digging out the safety where you're you 've got him in a goal line scenario and his job is to come up through the pile dig out that safety in Justin Simmons. Why in the world would you do that, Bobby Slowick? Why is he part of that personnel grouping? You can't do that. You I I, I love that Tank Dell's t- tough and wants to help his team. Like Jaquez Green, former wide receiver in the NFL, I he responded to that like because he's a good teammate, because he was like it's not about Tank. This is about why the Texans would put Tank in that position. Tank's trying to yeah. do his job, but that should never be his job. Yeah. His job should never be to be around any piles like that. Little guys don't last in the NFL historically. I had to look this up. It's hard to find anyone tank size that has ever made it for any stretch of time in the NFL historically. I went back thirty years, and it's like you can't find them. You know why? Because when they get hurt, it's hard. You know they. It's because football is a violent sport. You put them in there doing the job of 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 Nico Collins. That's Nico Collins' job to do that. You don't, And I granted, I already know Nico Collins was already doing that. You had two wide receivers in there, Bobby Slowick. You've done a great job this year, doing an incredible job. What are you doing with Tank Dell as part of a scheme that asks your wide receiver in the goal line, in a goal line situation, to get up in the middle of the pile and dig out of safety? I grant it, it's it's kind of a, it's a fluke scenario, but you put him in a position to get hurt. If you want him in the game to make the defense yeah, fear his coin. potential, run him in a jet as a fake jet sweep, yeah. run him away, and force defense to toward a, to flow towards that. That it's just a it's a disaster. And they really I hope on Thursday, or I hope today, that D'Amico Ryan says, you know, we we probably shouldn't have had him in a position where he, he was going to be around that pile. You know you've
2: lost been, him for the year. You know he's been there before though. I mean, this is not like, oh, this is the first time the tank has gone inside in the pile and, and blocked like this. Uh,
0: but and, but But it's too but you tempt faint. As is it?
2: good as that guy is as important, as many plays as he's making for you, as much as he opens up the defense, and he's so little. Why? why Keep Xavier Hutchinson, uh, make him active, and let Xavier Hutchinson, he's a big receiver, let Xavier Hutchinson run that play. Let him run inside and take out a safety. What are you doing? When Tank is, when I saw, I was in that end zone. I was sitting in that end zone. And when I saw it was Tank on the ground, I'm like, why in the bleep is Tank in the middle of all of that stuff? What in the world is that? Who designs these plays? So you guys... we Who designs the play where, last week where Josh
4: Allen is not blocked? So we had a back and forth... Well, not really back and forth, but you asked that question in our text because you were at the game, and I mentioned because of the similar offenses, uh, the Dolphins will have their little wide receivers blocking. I'm looking at a goal line play from yesterday's game against the Commanders where where Tyreek and Jalen Waddle do it. But in this case, it was there a couple backups because the game was out of hand. And the difference I see is you have River Craycraft and Braxton Burials. Braxton Burials, a little guy um, stouter than Tank Dell. He's not leading into the hole, uh, but River Craycraft is running one of those crackbacks. um, But he's, but he's still on the outside. He's, he's He's, Sealing the, the end as they let him upfield. So they don't have their little guys running up into holes making making blocks. But they do have their guys, little guys, blocking around the goal line. I think it's just a staple of what that offense Not asks. Not up in the hole, like but you did, just what, said. But was Tank shoved into the hole or was he leading up into the hole? All I know is he was up in there. Well, hole. he
0: got he got in there himself. It was, yeah. it was He wasn't a lead blocker. I've seen people say he wasn't a lead blocker. He just tries to maneuver through and go get the safety. Protect him against himself. Uh, protect him against himself. You know what? Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty, but he's gone for the year now. And your offense is not the same without Tank Dell. That's just a fact. And I think that you have to protect. I know it's. I know the Texans are going to say, hey, you know, hindsight's 20-20. But privately, Bobby Slowick has to think, God, I should not have. I should not have because Tank's going to get in there and try to block. And I, I got to. He's too valuable for us to put him in that position.
2: Yep. Yep. No, you can't. You can't do that. And then, by the way. I sent you guys the pictures. I, I talked to the president of the Texans after the game. Why in the why in the bleep is all that orange on that side of, I mean the entire it looked like a Texas Oklahoma game. I
0: hope you didn't tweet that out. Yeah, I didn't tweet it out. John McClain tweeted out something and Dustin's sources said something extraordinarily ugly to John McClain. Well, I don't, I, about Texans fans selling their tickets. Yes. And Broncos it was, buying it. So
2: so so all of that, I said, how in the world are these people getting those tickets? And he said, they're all season tickets. They have 61,000. That whole lower bowl is a, that, practically that whole lower bowl is season ticket holders. And for them to have that entire sideline. Now, a lot of people, like Yanni, he would buy his season tickets and then put them up for sale before the season even started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when Pittsburgh was here, they own that sideline. They own Well, they owned half the stadium. The Saints owned half the stadium. Yesterday, the, the, the Broncos surpri- that owned was half the stadium.
0: That's surprising. When you sent that picture, that's surprising. Because I would think, you know, you got, you got a hot team, right? We, I mean, relatively hot for Houston football. And it's like, man, this feels like the type of game you want well, to go to. Well, there's a chance
2: that they were sold before the season, you know, at the beginning of the season. There's a good chance. Really? Broncos fans, yeah, you could put them, you put them up on Ticketmaster at any time ah, and people can buy come
0: them. Come on, with, with C.J. Stroud and D'Amico there, why'd you even buy tickets then? Well, You weren't even, really? You're not going to, well, if you, you're excited you know, enough to buy season e- tickets. E- early in the
2: season, you didn't know how good they were going to be. But then why did you buy season tickets? Well, because, oh, and then you resell them. I mean, I because know somebody who's people, who buys a suite and is killing it. But
0: people have lost big money trying to buy and resell tickets the last three years. Oh, no yeah. one wants to buy
2: them. Well, but this team was a good buy, a really good buy. See, I think
0: they sold them more recently. I'm like, if you're going to buy season tickets, you got to see how it goes with your new quarterback and head coach. There was no, exciting. A lot of a lot, I know Lance, I'm telling
2: you, a lot of people sell them early. Hold on, but... And they put them up early. We... And you know what? Bronco fans were here, were, were buying these tickets a long time ago, knowing that they were going to come here for this game. Now, they were playing better. And you're right. Probably recency it, it plays into it because, wow, won five games in a row. Bronco fan travels, boy. They travel. But, but you got to. This has got to stop at some point. Where you know you got a good football team now. If you got a season ticket, you need to stop selling it to the opponent. The Browns fan. Now listen. Here is another one. The, when the Browns come here, because the Titans. We got what two home games left. We got the Titans and the Browns. The Browns. The Titans fans won't travel. I don't believe. Not nearly as well as Brown fans will.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Brown. If the Browns are still in the playoff hunt on on Christmas Eve. That place is going to, the, the whole place is going to be orange again. The whole place is going to be orange and brown again. And that's, it, it's going to be a huge game. Begging now, don't sell those tickets to Browns fans. They're going to somehow find a way to get tickets into the game. There's no question about that. But that's a game that you have to go. I mean, it is Christmas Eve. That makes it harder. There's no question. Christmas Eve is going to make it harder.
0: But too. it's not harder for Browns fans? I know.
2: They have to travel all the way here and they're still going to do it. Right?
0: I
3: mean,
2: <laughs> I, I know. Well, I asked my wife, "Do you want to go out buy tickets for, for for that game? You know, we'll take the whole family." And she was like, "Nah, we don't want to do that on Christmas Eve. A lot of people aren't going to want to go to a football game on Christmas Eve. You know,
0: I mean, it's an afternoon game, big deal, anyway.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess.
0: Well, uh, well, what are you gonna? Well, you're gonna do something else that afternoon, possibly. Well, right. But the Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve, we're gonna watch the game. Yeah, you to watch the game. <laughs> you're there. I mean, you know, that's you, that's kind of a cop out. Like, well, oh no, I don't want to have to. Yeah. I, look, it's a pain in the ass whether it's Christmas Eve or not to to park and pay the prices of this, that, and the other, but either you want to go or you don't want to go. I, a home, I'm not going to, you know, the fans have gone through whatever they've gone through. Yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not chastising the fans. I just find it a little like, this is going to be a longer buy-in than I expected. I thought the fans would just turn quickly because I am, I'm in. Yeah. But apparently people who spend money, they're still not in with the test. See,
2: that's funny because I, I saw Chad yesterday. After, he goes, "I still am not. I'm not in on this." Man, team. I am in. I am in too. No, I, I am too. I am in. I, I, I don't know. Are, are you, are you guys tell us. On I Twitter. bought stupid
0: YouTube TV. I'm in a trial period with them because my my wife called me freaking out that Alabama Georgia wasn't on TV. It was where I was at East River Nine. DirecTV doesn't have CBS anymore.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, not now. Right? I'm
0: like, Whoa. and but. I didn't think about it until I had to watch Texans. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? And my Sunday ticket doesn't give me, oh, that's a local. Oh, you're blacked out. That's a local game. It's not. I'm double blacked out. (laughs) So I'm like, here, stupid Facebook TV or whatever, YouTube TV. Fine. So I bought it, and then I'm going to, you know, obviously cancel. Oh, my
2: God. And you're going to cancel and they're not going to get anything. It's, you're, That's right. You're the worst person. That's right.
0: Uh, those people. Because oh. I'm a hustler. No. H-U-S-T-L-E-R, hustler. Uh, seven, three, I seven. T said it You're best.
2: a grifter. We got a full board we get to on the other side. Everybody, you're going to get in on the other side, right here on the ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. But first, I'm talking about Arson Grange. I'm talking about Canstead and Dublin. These are a way to dip uh, much safer, okay? Hemp in a pouch made of hemp with CBD oil. Now, if you're looking for the best way to get better as opposed to get worse. When you're dipping you got tobacco, you got the tobacco juice and you got the tobacco in between your cheek and gum, which in a lot of instances people, gosh, you keep on putting that thing daily over and over and over and over and over again in the same place. You think that's going to work out well for you? It's not. It's not going to work out well for you. And a lot of people have lost their jaws because of it. Do it safely. Canstead and blend are here for you. The, the CBD oil is something that's a healing power as opposed to something that's going to be a detriment to your health. You're looking for a best, a, a much better way, cleaner way, it's not a stinky way, not, not spitting and uh, just grossness. Stop already with the dip. Go to 975dip.com, or you can pick them up at CBD American Shaman Sars.
3: 975dip.com. ESPN 975 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline.
4: It's the season of giving, air team heating and cooling, and ESPN ISM5 have teamed up for a holiday drive benefiting. Del, del, is this Delpelchen Children's Center? Delpelchin Pe, del Children's del Pelchen, Center? Delpelchin. I del think del is. Yeah. I've seen Center. it
0: with... Is it yeah, I've seen them mention I think del, it's del Pel, uh, del Pelchen del Pelchen.
4: Children's Center. Now through Friday, drop off donations at Air Teams to support our Houston youth in foster care. Our station will be broadcasting live all day on Friday. So stop by to say hello with your donation. Most needed items and donation info at airteamltd.com it's the Holiday Drive, benefiting Del Pelchin Children's Center, brought to you by Air Team, your H-Town Heating and Cooling Team.
3: It's the holiday
2: season. Yeah. Nice. It is the holiday season. I'm excited. You guys yeah. listening to Christmas music yet? Nope. No.
0: I mean, last time. Yes. Of course, What right
4: about ever? We were putting out the Christmas tree well, last week. Of course, you're not listen, Grinch
0: isn't? McDell. No, I, I'm
4: not going to listen to it just because. Yeah.
0: Why? It gets you. It makes you feel happy. Does it, it reminds you of your childhood when you used to listen to like uh gene autry and uh,
4: so. you think i listened to yeah your mom yeah. had it on you had to no yes she did no your mom didn't. Had it on. i remember i
0: remember it was, it, it, it was man, my childhood no she didn't
2: um probably she probably did you just don't know i
4: remember she didn't
2: uh-huh.
0: did you and the family gather around uh,
2: and
4: listen to michael buble an african-american woman of christian faith it was the winens that were playing not mm-hmm. gene autry the really <laughs> Yes. What you about, don't know about Nat the Whinin's doing? The, yes. yes. You, know about, you know about the Winans and their Christmas albums?
0: I don't know about the Winans. Sammy huh? Davis.
4: I don't know about Sammy Davis.
0: Mariah. My mom didn't know about the Winans, so I didn't know about the Winans. No. I okay, go whatever my mom was. We had to, an Elvis Christmas.
4: <laughs> of course you did.
2: Oh. No, we. Had, now, I do think we is, had a Dean Martin Christmas. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like old school Christmas standards. Dean Crosby. Uh, like my daughter's a, a singer, and she's really into. Um, mariah's christmas songs they become it's become a standard it is mariah's definitely become. well
2: a she well she's not the christmas singer right where she's not miss christmas or what she tried to whatever she tried to label herself remember and it was a lawsuit queen of christmas the or? queen of christmas yeah is Something that what it like was that. yeah she
0: caught a lawsuit that's right no, yeah is that and news and she, of the she, weird
2: and she lost yeah she's not the queen of christmas so stop it mariah and Marty, if that is your name um Let's get uh, Julian in here. He he tried he tried to get in before.
0: Ah, oh, what a win for Julian! What,
2: yeah, Julian, you had a nice weekend with the Forty Nine er
0: fan. Julian, what a butt kicking! Yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. Two things:
3: I predicted Stingley at the beginning of the year. Let him cook Wednesday. Stingley would be having a better year than Sauce. Four interceptions to zero, and he's missed a couple games, so he maybe he have five. So that's one and two. Woo! Wrapped out with our Brock out, baby. What a game! Evo, three touchdowns. Our youth with the touchdowns. TNC got in it. Man, hey, except for Dre Greenlaw getting kicked out. What a game! That's a good
0: day. They look pretty good. They look they're really good.
2: Are they the best team in the NFL right now?
0: I think so. Yeah. When it was when they were a two and a half point favorite in Philadelphia, yeah. you had to say to yourself, "Whoo!" Because at first you look at that like that's it's that number's there for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It was,
2: yeah, it was there to keep everybody off of him. Yeah. Yeah. The, but and the, instead,
0: I looked at it like, ooh, oh, that's the play. That's the side. Right. Let, but, me, right. Let, me run, let me run these numbers by you. Pat Mahomes, 22 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He's thrown for 3,127. Better yet, I'll do the projections. This is ESPN's projection, just using the data they already have. Don't tell me the name. For, okay, for the year. Um, all right, I won't tell you the name. Here's one guy is going to be... <clears throat> He's going to throw for thirty-seven hundred yards, seven point eight yards per attempt, sixty-eight completion percentage, eighteen touchdowns, seven interceptions, but he's going to run for whatever yards.
2: That's uh, that's uh, Lamar,
0: obviously. Yeah. Then you got this, um, uh, seventy-three point no no no, where's projected here seventy point two percent completion percentage, forty-five hundred and twelve yards. 33 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, Brock Purdy. 116 quarterback rating. Brock Purdy. That's Brock Purdy. Then you've got...
2: That's a pretty good season now.
0: <laughs> I mean... I, the it, reason it, I'm doing this segment is because that's better than I recognize. Uh, here's here's another one. Uh, 70.1% completion, 48.97, 8.6 yards per attempt, 34 touchdowns, 14 interceptions.
2: Is that Jalen? Tua. It's Tua?
0: That's Tua. All right. Pretty good. 132 catches, 2098 yards, 17 touchdowns. Tyreek. It's Tyreek. 31 touchdowns, 41 interceptions, 4430. 41 interceptions? I'm sorry. 31 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 4430 yards, 7. point yards per attempt. 67.8%. Uh,
2: is that Mahomes? It's
0: Mahomes. Yeah. Seven yards per a tip. Wow. This is in no way this isn't even close to being an MVP no, it's not. stat. It's not, not to pull up Jalen. But um I, Dak is the guy that I need to I need to go find. I need to well, it's pretty easy to find Dak. It's just called searching him on Google. Yeah. But here's what Dak's projection is versus Purdy's and everyone else. Dak has a real shot at this. He
2: man. really does, Dak
0: really stuff. does. You 37 know what Thirty seven touchdowns, nine interceptions, forty five hundred yards passing, and a one oh eight. By the numbers, the best against history is Tyreek Hill. By the numbers, the best of the quarterbacks is actually between Dak and Brock Purdy.
2: Well, here's by where, the numbers. Here's where Dak can win it this week. Philadelphia at Dallas. Yep. Sunday night game. Or lose it. He can win it or lose
0: it. Because Jalen's definitely out if they lose this game. Yep. Even with the big game, it's probably he's... well. Now, it'd If Jalen has losses. a big
2: game, guess what?
0: He could win it. Oh, no, he's he's back as one of the favorites right now. I, I think it might be. It's pretty. Dak. Dak has the chance to put a stamp on it right now. It might be Purdy.
4: Purdy and, and Dak. Dak has an opportunity against two MVP front runners. He's got a game as you mentioned against Jalen Hurts this upcoming week, and they play the Dolphins Christmas Eve. Oh wow! So they so he has a shot against. He can play better than both those guys. While Tyreek Hill is also playing too. So three front runners are three guys in consideration. He has a chance to light the Dolphins' defense up, which has played really well since uh, Jalen Ramsey's been back, and then beat the Eagles, which is something they they did not do earlier That can in the win
2: year. it these next two weeks. Absolutely.
4: Let's get Adam in here. Hey, Adam, what's going on?
5: Hey, what's up, man?
2: Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Adam.
3: Hey, man. So,
1: so I bet on my rookie, and every Sunday I take three guys to a touchdown. Yesterday I had read I- St. Brown and St. Dell, dude. When
4: I saw the way St. Dell got hurt,
3: I, I was confused. Why are you? Why are you doing that? So yeah, I mean, that's just so weird. His little his little stuff don't need to be
4: doing that. Uh I know y'all are done talking about it, but I was all hold for a little while. But that's all
0: I wanted to say. No, we're not no. done talking about it. If you want to talk about it, Absolutely. I did see you know the people overreact. This is a fireable offense. Yeah, let's fire the offense coordinator that's got a chance to be the the, the assistant coach of the year and the guy that's got, you know, C.J. Stroud playing unbelievable football. Yeah, let's fire him. No, it's not a fireable offense. However, we talk about Bobby Sloak's first year as a play caller, learning on the go. I mean, to me, that's a valuable lesson. This is a guy. So I told you, I, I think I told you this before, John. I was at Senior Bowl on the sidelines and, and Omar Khan was there. And it's his first year. This year's his first year, you know, was his first NFL draft as a general manager. Kevin Colbert uh, retired. And I was like, what do you think of uh, Tank Dell? Because going into senior ball, I really like Tank. I said, what do you think of Tank Dell? He goes, and, and it was after the first practice. He goes, man, he's really, really good. He goes, but he's just so small. I said, I know, but he's never been hurt. He goes, listen, we drafted Calvin Austin, who is a tough, small guy from Memphis. Really, really good. He goes, he was hurt like all last year. We couldn't. We just couldn't keep him healthy. And he goes, I just, you know, you just can't. There's a reason those little guys just don't make it. Well, if that's the case, and and Tank Dell is, the odds are stacked against Tank Dell staying healthy. The odds are historically, over the last 30 years, it's it's against Tank Dell. If that's the case, do not put him in this kind of position. Subtract this as a potential injury. Yeah, injuries are going to happen. Yeah, yeah, he got the concussion. Yeah, he's going to get banged up and all that but put him in the best position to not get injured. Yeah. In the middle of the field where he, he digs out that, that zone and he's right there sitting down, he catches it, and he hits the ground, he's safe. If he's running away from somebody and he's able to get out of bounds, he's safe. But you know what? He's not going to potentially be safe. And I know, that, I know this is ask of wide receivers. This isn't the first time wide receiver's done this or a small one. But the more times you put him in that batter's box, at some point he's going to get hit by a pitch. And you more times you put him in there trying to dig out safeties on a goal line between the tackle play with a human meat shield in in uh in Damian Pierce bearing down on everything, you already know it's gonna be violence in there. Look how many quarterbacks get hurt on quarterback sneaks. Only Jalen Hurts doesn't get beat up. Quarterbacks get hurt on quarterback sneaks, and you got tank in that pile. Come on now. Don't do that, Bobby Slowick. Be smarter. You've done a great job. But don't put him in a position where he has to make that block. Because you know what he's going to do? Try. Because he's a good teammate and he's willing to do the dirty work. Don't ask him to do that yep. dirty work. Yep. Yep.
2: All right, 829. We've got to break it here. Sorry, Art. Uh, we got um, we got uh, ship talk coming up next. you got a, you got a bunch of good ship talk this week, Dale. Uh, we will hear from well we'll hear i'm sure we'll hear some of Ime adoka if you even if you can't understand it we'll translate it for you next right here on ESPN 975 and 925 so don't you go anywhere i'm talking about doc Linville right now i'm talking about the how awesome it is to have hair because of doc Linville. he moved it from the side and the back to the top and it was such an easy process the neografting is wonderful if you're somebody that's in your 20s 30s 40s this is when you know what you could be in your 20s and you're losing your hair what no do not don't you don't have to just see doc linville and it might be that he'll just say we'll do the prp which will generate you know a a lot of growth in your hair it's like putting in um a seed it's like putting in uh for for your grass and you know what let's go and other re it can also be done and that's the neo-grafting and doc linville is going to tell you listen you got you, you, uh, you, you, the process is so simple. It is so much easier than it has been in the past. The cutting and the pasting, and it's awful. Neografting is so much better, so much less pain, and so much cheaper, actually. You got a discount right now, 50 cents off. Tell Doc Lindville you need that discount and you want to get it done. It's in, in some cases, it could save uh, over $1,000. So that is awesome. What you need to do is go to 975hair.com. Doc Lindville is here for you. He's going to have you looking great again. Again, this holiday season, 975hair.com.
3: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Have you paid
0: your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail.
3: Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance.
2: Dell is in the middle of a a Twitter fight. An ex-fight. With a Florida State fan. With your fan. ex. With, yeah. With a Florida State fan. He's telling you how much Miami sucks.
4: Yeah, thanks He's for He's showing that. you old. Thanks for that news flash. Yeah. I wasn't aware. They've been bad my entire adult life. It doesn't take away from the pain you're feeling.
2: This is some shit talk he's got going on with you, and he's winning that battle as he? well. Yeah, he's he, crushing you. He can
4: tweet through the pain, but Miami being terrible ain't going to take away from how you felt when you saw Alabama's name pop up on that screen. But <laughs> well, you're such a hater. He's coming after me. I didn't tweet at him. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> I mean, look, you can talk about. That's because you got the, the Robert De Niro laugh. You can come at me twenty-seven twenty. We beat you. You're irrelevant. Yeah, but that'll make you feel better. Just every time you think you've got me, remember how you felt when you saw Alabama's name <laughs> pop up on that screen, and that lets you know I win.
2: <laughs> All right. What kind of sh- what other ship talk do we have going on?
4: Uh, well, we'll go with. Lance's prohibitive favor, at least the guy who, who he thinks should win MVP. This is Tyreek Hill. He was asked about why he continues to get one-on-one coverage, and we've seen him score long touchdowns, it seems like, every week. Here's Tyreek's response to that question.
1: At some point, it's it's like, man, um, I don't know, man. I just appreciate it, you know. Um, thanks for, you know, not respecting me, I guess. so.
4: I don't know what it is. But for a guy who you know might set records, he continues to get one-on-one coverage, and um, Tyreek another big day last yesterday against the Commanders who fired their coordinator, had Ron Rivera take over, and it didn't matter. Two no. sixty-plus yard touchdowns for Tyreek in one-on-one coverage. The Dolphins smack away the Commanders. Um, we're going to stick with the NFL here. Jason Brown, we all know who he is. the The coach from Coach Jason Brown. Coach Jason Brown. From what? Last chance, you. Last chance, you. He was I,
0: a, and it's like I said, you mother – the white a, guy from Compton. Yes, yeah.
4: he was on a podcast discussing Patrick Mahomes. You think, oh, Patrick Mahomes, what a great player. Not in court into Jason Brown.
5: Mahomes, I've seen him before. I've seen John Elway, bro. Mahomes couldn't hold John Elway's f-ing left nut in the cold winter. <laughs> I'm not hating on Mahomes. I'm telling you the truth about Mahomes. Without Andy Reid, Mahomes is nothing. Put him in Chicago. How good is Mahomes? you talking him? about a really talented guy who maybe hasn't taken the leap to make it into a playoff. I don't think he'd be good at all. You know that 50% of his throws are at or behind the line of scrimmage. He is the lowest-rated Super Bowl-winning quarterback of all time. He is in a gimmicky system that is devised to help him succeed. That means they take a tremendous skill set. I'm not knocking Mahomes. I'm not saying he's not a freak that he doesn't have a whip and a cannon. But all the off-platform three-quarter throws and the left and the shovel—all that shit is because Andy Reid has to do certain things in the system to benefit, to use his skill set. To allow his team to succeed, which even shows more of why Andy Reid is so great.
0: That's too much. Mm -hmm. Jason Brown's doing too much here, without question. Um, Pat Mahomes is is not. It's not now. He averages seven yards per attempt this year. It's it's his career low. He misses Tyreek Hill. Um, There's only so much you can do when it's Travis Kelsey. Like he had a good year last year with Travis Kelsey, but. At some point you kind of run out of I mean teams start finding better ways to take Travis Kelsey away. Kelsey not a major factor yesterday. look at this chief's team. what's going on right now. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are really struggling to put points up in the second half of games, and it's uh it's becoming a big issue. He misses and and he has you know it's not great r- right now. Who would you rather have the Texans? Well, if Tank Dell were healthy, would you rather have Nico Collins and Tank Dell? Okay, if I said Nico Collins, Tank Dell, I I've got all the receivers from the Chiefs and the Texans. They're all available together. How are you drafting? Texans. Them? How are you going to draft them?
2: Oh, I'd take Tank first.
0: I'm not I'm not taking Sky Moore in the top three. Mm-mm. I'm not taking Valdez Scantling probably in the top second. three. Justin Watson, top three?
2: I'm taking I'm probably I mean, going to take Noah Brown, third. Obviously
0: the first guy I'm taking is going to be Travis Kelsey.
2: Oh, I thought you said wide receivers. Well, targets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Travis Kelsey's first.
0: And then who? A second, Nico or Tank? Tank. Probably Tank for me also.
2: Yeah, and then Nico, and then then Noah Brown.
0: I got to see if I'm missing somebody for Kansas City. Sky
2: Moore, Scantling, Valdez, Scantling. No.
0: No. He's a vertical guy. Yeah, yeah. That's all he is. No, I mean, I'll take all those guys. Now yeah. he would right. he would work fine with, with the Texans offense, but yeah. no.
4: No. Next, Dell. We're moving to the college ranks. A lot of talk about Alabama making it over Florida State for the uh, CFP. Well, Michigan, they had uh their watch party. They knew they're in. They knew they were likely gonna be number one, which was the case. This is kind of not great audio because it's someone just in the crowd filming. Listen to Michigan's reaction when they hear, when they see that they're getting Alabama and not Florida State. Florida State,
1: Florida, Alabama, one spot, place Michigan, number five, heartbroken. Who's number four?
4: You couldn't understand. That's Reese Davis doing the whole "Who's gonna Who's it gonna be? Heartbroken or whatever?" And then you hear the audible groan from the Michigan contingent. And then, oh, we're on television. Let's start clapping. <laughs> uh, it's going to be so they, they wanted Florida State, they, which yes, speaks to everyone wants Florida State in this situation. Yeah, and Michigan's getting Alabama. They're a little disappointed by that. Uh, big surprise for them. So they'll see Alabama team. I think they're favored by like one and a half. They were going to be like a two touchdown favorite against Florida State. So, you know, uh, Florida State was going to be was probably going to be an easier test. We'll keep it in the college football ranks. Tom Franelli, he does a podcast with two Florida State guys, co- cover three podcasts on CBS Sports. He does it with Danny Cannell, former Florida State quarterback, and a guy named Bud Elliott, who is a Florida State fan, has been writing for Florida State for a while. But this is Tom Franelli telling everyone that the CFP
1: really doesn't matter. I just want to make a plea to the listeners, to the people watching, college football fans in general, and this is the basis of what I have It's been part of the foundation of my complaints the entire time. Don't let them devalue conference titles. Don't let them devalue beating your rival. Don't let them devalue the feeling that you have every Saturday during the fall watching your favorite team play, win, lose, whatever. Do not devalue that just because television networks want you to think that the only thing that matters is winning a national title in a college football playoff system that has actual no real kind of guidelines set down to determine the teams other than we get in a room at the end of the year and we pick the teams we think should be in it. It doesn't matter. The national title is not the most important thing in this sport. It has never been the most important thing in this sport. Your relationship with the sport is more important than anything. Your relationship with your rivals, your relationship with your conference – keep that at the forefront don't worry about this bullshit because that's all it has ever been and that was proved finally and emphatically today it's too late
0: it's too late Sorry. it was too late when nebraska left the the big 12 slash big eight it's too it's the, all the too late are, are so, the conferences are dissolving i love the sentiment and i would agree with the sentiment but that's too late
2: but you know why but if they were in He'd have been like, "Wow, we're in!" No, he's National not. He's, a, he's not a
4: Florida State fan. I said he did a podcast. He's actually, uh, he 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 went to Illinois. So no, I, no.
0: what he said is is right, and I've i I banged that drum too. But it's it's beyond our control. There's not, you know, Texas fans were chanting SEC SEC at the end of that game, and one of the most embarrassing moments for my wife has to be in history. It was awesome. She's like, SEC fans, so stupid, chanting SEC SEC. Big Twelve fans would never do that. Texas fans were chanting SEC, SEC. Did you, and I get it. It's it's like your way of sticking a middle finger to the Big 12. Did but, you but, see how
2: pissed off Rhett Lashley, Lashley was that they were chanting ACC, ACC after SMU won? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, he was pissed. Oh, was he? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not it's not a great look. Um, and it's not like the conference thing is we've lost. Oklahoma doesn't play Nebraska every year anymore. We we, we We've lost this stuff. Michigan was threatening to leave the conference if they're – Punishment was too strong for Jim Harbaugh. I mean, come on. I I love what he was saying there, and I I, I agree with it in principle. But that's that's gone. That's already that's way past your conferences. The Pac-12 dissolved this weekend. Uh, keep it about you. It's about you and the rivalries and all that. Hey, that's great for a guy who's sitting in the Big Ten. What are you going to say now to Oregon State fans? Keep it about the rival. What rivalry? Yeah. Oregon just left us. Well, how about Washington State? How about Cal and Stanford? I mean, you know, right. save it because while I agree with you, we're de- people like us. We're done. It's it's been about this for a while. Um, it's about TV and TV money and coaches getting these contracts and now players having free agency and leaving whenever you want. Your are pam, namby pamby. You know, romantic uh, romanticizing college football. Why I wish it were true. It's not true anymore. It's dead.
2: Well, I don't know. I, I, just a couple of years ago,
4: we, we were following LSU, and it was a great ride. And the national championship does. Well, be you're sense.
0: snuggled up in the SEC. That's well, a little. Well, different. you're
4: uh, you, you had the blanket of always being considered because you're an LSU fan. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I
0: call that conference uh, gonna, privilege. That's conference privilege.
4: Let's carry
2: email over to the other side because we're up against it here, we're going to carry Eme over to the other side. You'll hear what Eme had to say and why he got kicked out of that game on Saturday right here next on ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, we're talking about HRP, HRP.net. I saw Chris, was, uh, Chris Fisher was out there, and he says, man, this is the busiest time. Tell people now is the time. This is a time where you've got to turn over. It is the perfect transition tax-wise to be doing it at the start of the year. This is a time for you, if you're looking at your business, where you can look at all of the different things that you're doing business-wise and see, how's my payroll? How are we doing? Are we doing it well? Are we doing it as economically as we possibly can? Are we doing HR like we can? How are taxes this year? How are we doing the taxes? And are we, are we is it easy as easy as possible? Did we mess up with the Affordable Care Act? How are our benefits packages are they as good as they possibly could be or are we getting overcharged by our admin company because that happens too if you're looking if you want to look at your business get a thorough evaluation and have hr p check it out for you and tell you how much they can save you this is the time of year hrp dot net two eight one eight eight zero sixty five twenty five or hrp dot net
3: ESPN 975 and 925. We're your daddy. Well, I feel like I'm your daddy. You're not my daddy. You're not my daddy. No, my daddy. no, I'm your daddy. You ain't my daddy, boy. Yes, yeah, I am. You are our not our daddy. daddy. I am your daddy. Not our daddy. Live from the Veritex Community Bank studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All
2: right, tell just hold off for a minute with this segment because we're watching House of the Dragon trailer right now. You hear that? Yeah. Damn it. You, have to, you always have to interrupt everything. You mean
4: with work? This stupid show. Yeah. We're I trying mean, to watch the We're trying Dragon to watch thing. House of the Dragon you know, trailer. That trailer came out yesterday. You could have watched it at home yesterday. Uh, I was busy watching the tech, being at the Texans supporting the team in it? blue as opposed to all the orange that was yeah. there. Well the trailer didn't thanks for your service, the trailer thanks didn't have you. a particular time frame where you could watch. You could have watched it at night when you got home. Uh, I just saw it right now. All right.
0: No, you didn't. You didn't finish because Dell came in too quick with this segment. Yeah.
2: Right, right, right. I could I thought this was gonna be a great time to do it. Yeah. While you're talking
4: about Ime Adoka. Oh, so we're, you're ready now? Ready. Okay. Well, well I'll,
2: I'll have to finish the I'll, trailer
4: later. Okay, I'm sure you'll restart it. If you missed it over the weekend, the Rockets lost another game on the road. Now they're under 500, eight nine on the year, 0-8 on the road. Not really close. Eme Adoka and LeBron James got in the back and forth. The audio, you can't even actually hear what Eme says. All you hear is LeBron responding, so we're not going to play that. But the gist of it was Emei told the Lakers to stop bitching. LeBron took issue with the use of the, the B word, apparently Le- that's LeBron's trigger word. So he went over there and said, don't use that word too loosely. And if we're lip reading, he may call him a soft ass boy at one point and said, you're coming over here. Like you're going to do something. Um, <laughs> if we're going by what the lip readers said, he said that, of course, those guys didn't talk about it because that's generally how it goes. But he Adoka did talk about um, what led to it. And he didn't appreciate how his team responded to the Lakers physicality.
1: In the post and some of those actions, you know, we want to guard straight up and um, to kind of get punked by a team that's not known for physicality or punking people is not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he knows LeBron's got some fraud. Ah,
2: he does. LeBron has a lot. He, he won. Man, he may just standing there when LeBron comes over. Don't use that word so loosely. Well, you come over here like you're going to do something. Come on. Mm-hmm. Hey, you soft-ass boy. That's so what he called that. him. Soft ass
0: boy. He called him soft ass boy. Yeah. Have you seen the uh the footage from right there on that where you can actually hear some of what's saying, "Hey, don't use that word so loosely." Yeah. That's a pretty strong <laughs> word to use with a player if you're a coach. I I don't know that I've seen that, oh, but
2: but the B word, he said you were you were doing too much. He didn't call him a B. He said you're doing too much being.
0: Yeah.
4: That's what I, that's what some of the lip reading suggested, but yeah. I think it also suggested he
0: I think the initial I don't ones, think he, he called,
4: called him. I think he said well, you're, you're what I saw him. from Rudy's was that
0: the initial one was he called him the b-word, which it would make more sense if he said bitching because to call him that's a little a little out of pocket even though I'm going to back my coach. Um but uh regardless, you don't see that often. He already had a technical Oh, he said
4: stop crying like b-words, man. Oh. And okay. then he went stop bitching, so.
2: Yeah. I gotcha.
0: Okay, well, that's still not as bad as saying you're a...
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron. But you still calling them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll but on that. a technicality, but it's a much... But that's not as bad as they stop crying like B-words instead of saying you're a B-word.
4: Well, either way, LeBron doesn't like that particular... However it's being used, he doesn't like it. It's the one thing that really gets him.
0: Well, you know what gets Westbrook? When he went after the guy in the stands, he said, you're not going to talk... Uh, you're not going to... I'm not dealing with... If you come after me or my family, this is a family issue. And then we found out it's because somebody called him Westbrook again, and he said that's his family name. You're not gonna and mess with his name, and it's negative for his father and grandfather. Like, dude, Stop. you're attacking fans because oh they my call God. you Westbrook. And he got him kicked out of the. Yeah, I yell, the We West, all no, yell no, no, Westbrook. I don't know if he got kicked out of the. Did the guy get kicked out of the game? I know that Westbrook went into the stands after the game, but oh dude, my this is—he acted like so. What he used, used was coded language that they they did something to his family, so everyone would be like. Oh, you can't talk about that man's family. Uh, no, they call him Westbrook, and he later admitted that that's 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 the family name. That's his. Uh-huh. You're talking about his grandfather and his father don't and like. Call me out my name, dude. Westbrook, don't call. He won't me let stand uh, so,
2: outside my okay, name. Guess what? Now
4: everybody should. Well, do have always please done it. do it.
0: Please
4: do it. Who's got the energy to taunt Russell Westbrook at this point? Yeah. Did, He's not good enough.
2: I don't have no. any interest in it. No. Uh, did y'all? Art is right. Did y'all hear the national anthem for the Big Twelve game? No. It was the worst. What? It was. It was a country singer.
3: I want to hear that it. Went
2: on and on and uh, see if you can find it though. It was awful. I mean, he was playing it up. This was awful, and Art is right. He was like. He thought I should have sang the national anthem. It would have been quicker. Well, we can it would have run been, them. No, it, parallel. I I bet you mine was less than half as long as his was. Less I'll than half.
0: You, I bet yeah. it was I bet it was le- way less than
2: half. Way way less than half. It's
0: probably 40%. Mine's, yours is fast. Mine's fast. Well, yours a fast rendition. You're in and out. Well, let's get to the let's, game. Let's get to let's the not, game. They not, weren't there to see. I you. know you
2: did all your makeup and everything for the for, for to do your national anthem and all that. They weren't
0: there to see you. They there it is. They're to not see there Rice to see you.
2: there its they are not there they are there, right? The umps and the national anthem singer. Get your job done and do it quickly and and try to stay out of the way.
0: Yeah. Same okay. with you, football officials in a Sunday night game where you couldn't get any calls right in the fourth quarter no. of the Chiefs-Packers game?
2: No, that was bad. By the
0: way, Josh brings up a good point. Do you think Greg Popovich sent a strongly worded email to Ime Odoka telling him that's not how that's not how I taught you to treat players? <laughs> he might have. You know what? Or did he just get on the microphone? Hey, we're not going to talk to NBA basketball players that way, Ime Odoka. So wherever you are right now, I hope this gets to you. Okay? Show some class. And he could just get off the microphone
2: because you don't poke the bear. Did you hear? And, and did you hear Pop after in the post con, pro, press conference of that one too? Why did you do that? Well, you don't poke the bear. I think you know that. Well, what does that mean? Uh, I, I think
4: it knows. You know what? Uh, and he wouldn't even. And just, that
0: bear didn't even play. He hibernated a full year on you. Poke the
4: bear. You're the Spurs. You stink. It doesn't you matter you what you do. You with Yama. You're going to. Well.
0: Yeah. You know no. what? Amen Thompson deserves more rookie of the year votes than Wimbanyama.
4: No. No. Here's the deal is he
2: thought.
0: And he hasn't even played. He thinks because I got, Kawhi well,
2: was time. there and Kawhi was good. He was one of theirs. He was one of theirs, so don't boo him. Man, he's, he's, Stop, he Pop. took an L on that the one. The dude left the city. Hey, boo him. Breaking Who's news. That? Breaking like news. Like Carlos Correa. You, what about Carlos Beltran? Yeah, boo his ass, dude. I thought you didn't... <laughs> no, you didn't no, no, like no. that. He remember? ruined this, an organization.
0: Oh, now retroactively Now you can. Boo. Oh, okay.
2: Dylan Gabriel? Uh. you
4: see that?
0: Are we going to boo Dylan Gabriel? No, so no transfer Gabriel.
4: portal. Ah, 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 Why are we... Ah, ah, oh, breaking news. I was like, what is he, what is he doing that for?
0: Breaking. What is it with Dylan Gabriel? He's a transfer. Again? Yeah.
2: A graduate transfer. So he's going to
0: grad transfer? Just go to the pro, so I can write you up. Why? As an undrafted you don't want to write him up. And then move on. <laughs> you know you don't want to write I'm him up. I'm tired of watching Dylan Gabriel. Why is he leaving Oklahoma now?
4: Probably a bigger deal someplace. That's bro. all it is. It's literally just a money. free agent deal. Would you? know He's not going
0: pro. God, that sucks when you just get a player well, and he's there re- for one well, year. and they rented him anyway. Yeah. I mean, this is Oklahoma. They rented him, so he he's not theirs.
4: They did the same thing to someone else. Now he's doing it to them. Now another team's doing it to them.
0: What do you mean he did it to UCF? Well, yeah, yeah, right.
4: First, actually, he 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 committed to UCLA, and then Oklahoma was like, "Hey, hey, you want to come here?" And then he ditched UCLA to transfer to Oklahoma. So, I mean, Oklahoma only had him for a year. I they have more. Confer-
0: I have more um, breaking news. What is want. it? Let's it. Right? Wait,
4: where's
2: our sounder?
0: Breaking news. Westbrook's dad and granddaddy shot bricks as well. Confirmed. It's been confirmed. He By comes who? from wow. uh, Jason and the H. Confirmed it with some of his sources. Huh? Which included That's, the streets.
4: I'm not sure how serious serious I'm taking those sources.
0: Well, sources are confirming what they're saying is that Westbrook's dad and granddad also shot bricks, and it's confirmed he's from a Westbrook family. A br- That's what sources a brick-laying are saying. Family? That's now we're waiting to and get they just, confirmation you know on this. What? Like I always we call ask,
2: it. like, why is your name Carpenter? Your last name Carpenter? Why is your last name Smith? Maybe it's West Brick, and they misspelled it.
0: A Brook on the west western part of a property, or
2: or they misspelled is it.
0: Bricklayers, right, on the western part of a state. Somewhere? And it was West Brick. Yeah,
4: you don't know. Well, he, no, I he think, doesn't know. I think we do. No, he doesn't know. He doesn't. You know don't know that. It's been years of being called. Oh, does Westbrook. he done
0: twenty three? Yeah, but they must.
4: Have, might have misspelled it. Has he done twenty three? Me has he there's done a lot of
0: people a boat,
2: that A lot of people Ooh. who came over on the boat Ooh. and they and don't. they misspelled oh, their names oh, when they oh, got oh. here. Tell just
0: heard you say oh, boat oh. came over on a boat. Came, came over. On a boat. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He could have been
2: from England. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> okay, that's likely. I think you don't know.
0: You don't know where he's from. So the thing I would just ask. This is my problem with FSU not getting in. Is that now <laughs> oh, Boat and I, well, mm-hmm. He's from
2: England, I think. Mm-hmm. I was kinda checking yeah. out on what John was saying when Dell goes sure.
0: and I was like, What? Oh. I knew I needed to what pay John's, attention. What what Dell seems very concerned suddenly. what John say? What did he just say?
2: <laughs> I'd said this. Home bank has been a community bank since nineteen oh eight. That's what that's what's happening. Celebrating hundred and fifteen years this year and they're still rocking it 115 years old that's old and and listen they got 42 total banking center locations five in the greater houston area river oak sugarland gulf freeway clear lake friendswood the standard is personalized attention to your needs to help you reach your financial goals they are local bankers with local knowledge business and personal banking solutions especially small businesses you know the 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 checking for small businesses this is not an easy process you need somebody that knows what they're doing and home bank does they got competitive rates as well told you about one last month it was it was a great rate 5.45 apy and that's the kind of thing that they're doing they had a special then don't you know what but they're gonna have competitive rates no matter what stop by any home home bank location or visit home 24 the number 24bank.com home 24bank.com good for business good for life home bank member FDIC
3: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 the only sports radio on FM in Houston hey.